Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1597. The topic is a mindset and the title is Safely Progressing Mental Strength. So, I had a client, they have a, a foot injury before we ever met and they had surgery on it and we started working together uh, after kind of like physical therapy didn't work <laughs> and they wanted to get back into running and they wanted to know how to properly strengthen the tissues. So we started working together and for the most part, we've really addressed it and have made leaps and bounds. They can now run without pain and they're losing uh, body fat, feeling stronger in the joints, uh, just all around really good progress. Um, however, <laughs> they went on a recent family vacation and over about four to five days, they had a hundred thousand steps. That's a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. So that was a lot of volume on that foot. Now we had prepared ourselves for it. You know, she'd been getting a lot stronger. We'd been eating, you know, proper amount of calories and protein, doing a lot of strengthening drills, a lot of like small therapies and whatnot. So the foot actually felt fine on vacation. But it started getting tight, they noticed, the next day. So after the long drive home, 10 plus hours. And it was a little bit tight. And what was worse was we were about to kind of get back into training after the time off, the four to five days off. And we had a week, uh, a race coming up in two weeks. So kind of tough hit, hit that foot with the most volume they had had in years. And especially since the surgery, the most volume they had had in, uh, since their surgery. And we have a, a race in two weeks and it's like, oof, you know, kind of, what can you do? You know, you can't, can't necessarily cancel vacation <laughs> for the race. Uh, and we don't want to necessarily skip the race because it's a, an annual thing that they really want to do well at. It's a good one for them to compare, um, based on, you know, how are they feeling after their surgery? So there's a lot of kind of conflicting things is we wouldn't have wanted to not do either one. So how do we manage trying to actually do both? Well, as they started back into training, uh, the their foot has been kind of off and on. It's had good days, bad days, good moments, bad moments. And we've been working to address it. We've been doing a lot of extra things. But as she started back into training, she started to struggle mentally with, should she back off and not push for the race? Or should she push forward and go do the race anyhow? So she's kind of asking herself is, would she be smart by backing off? Or is she be mentally weak by not pushing forward? This feeling of uncertainty of wondering if we're being mentally weak is common for people when they're coming back from an injury or when they're battling a potential new one, <laughs> you know, so your wrist hurts a little bit in training, but should you take the day off? Should you not take the day off? You try to do the workout anyhow. Now your wrist hurts even worse. What do you do for the next workout? You know, and that can be true for elbow, shoulder, knee, back, <laughs> any joint, you name it, muscle annoying, something like that. You know, do you push through or do you pull back? And that applies to more than just training. You know, this can be a feeling that we struggle with in relation to many other areas. You know, it could be uh, nutritional discipline. It could be financial discipline, aspects with relationships, with our job. There's, there's a lot of times in life when we kind of wonder, should I push through the discomfort 
through the challenge, through the unknown, through the stress? Should I push through or should I pull back? And if I pull back, am I, am I doing it just because I'm mentally weak? So it's kind of tough, you know? And I, I have kind of five questions that I think are kind of helpful for us to ask ourselves to recognize in that moment, what should we do? You know, should we push forward? Should we push, uh, pull back? So the first question is, am I challenging old habits that have led me to outcomes that I didn't want? So this would be, for example, nutrition. Let's say you are supposed to be eating a little bit of different foods than what you're used to. You're supposed to be eating maybe a little bit of different times. Maybe there's more frequent meals or just different. There's just different components about it. And you're struggling. You're you're kind of feeling tired, fatigued, a little moody, a little hungry. Uh, you know, maybe you're just kind of feeling a little off. You look in the mirror. You can't really see any changes yet. You look on a scale. You don't really see any changes yet. And it's just like, oh, you know, I don't feel great. I'm struggling. I'm stressed. I don't see progress. What should I do? Well, first of all, if you're working with somebody, a trainer or a dietitian or something, like talk to them. <laughs> so we'll move past that, but, but please talk to whoever you're working with. They can definitely help you get an idea of what's going on. But in those moments, you can start to ask yourself is, well, you know, this doesn't seem to be working. Maybe I should just scrap the diet. And these were things like I actually struggled with that when I was younger. So I started trying to eat healthy and exercise around at 15 years old. I remember one diet specifically. I was 19 years old and I was struggling with the fact I had gained some size, like weight, but I felt like it was just me being chunky and fat. <laughs> so I was like, dang it anyhow, you know, I want to I wanna lose some of this fat. So at that age, I didn't know what I know now. I extremely over-restricted my calories, it, way over-restricted my calories. And then I started doing cardio, which is like running, which is hysterical because I'm not built to run. <laughs> so I've done it enough to be good at it. I actually have a certification to coach people in running, but it's not my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> so I was over-restricting my calories. I was running a lot. And I remember that the weight scale was going down. I was losing pounds, but when I looked in the mirror, I was like, I don't really look any better. <laughs> still kind of like a, a pudgy soft marshmallow so I was like damn you know I'm busting my butt I'm kicking my butt I'm I'm being super disciplined and I don't I don't feel any better like I'm seeing the scale go down but I don't see any more muscle definition I don't really see much happening you know to the to other than somebody if they couldn't see the scale I don't know if they would see anything actually happening so in those moments I remember thinking you know what am I what am I doing you know am I is what I'm doing right? Is what I'm doing wrong? Should I do it at all? Should I not do it at all? You know, should I just try to gain more weight even more? Like maybe I maybe I don't have enough muscle. That's why I can't see it. So maybe I'm just skinny fat, you know? So it was like, oh my gosh, talk about like questioning a million and one things. But I remember that struggle. And one of the things that made me push through was I decided in that diet to say, well, if I complete the amount of time that I thought I should do it for, and I complete it in these parameters, I don't know if it's going to work. But I know that the mental toughness that it'll take to finish this is something that I'll be able to apply to future diets. 
you know, in future goals and future training things. I knew that if I pushed through, there was some benefit. And since I didn't know if I was doing it right or wrong, I might quit now and it was the right thing, you know? So I was like, well, if I quit, I'm, I know what I'm going to get. I'm going to get exactly where I just was. Maybe, you know, of course, I'm going to try to learn more things and figure more things out, but I'm going to go right back to where I was. If I push through, maybe it'll work. Maybe I'm just kind of in the middle of it yet. Maybe I haven't given it enough time. And if I push through, that it'll help me develop more discipline and more mental skill sets that I can apply to the future. So for me, kind of asking that question, am I challenging old habits that have led me to outcomes I didn't want? Meaning, okay, if I'm struggling with this diet and I just give up on it and I go back to eating the way I used to, I'm going to get the exact outcome that I used to get, which was what I didn't want, which is why I started the diet. <laughs> so... If we're challenging old habits and we're struggling a little bit with creating new habits and the new habits were like, oh man, you know, I'm stressed this way. I don't want to do this. I don't have time for that. Da, 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 da. And we want to revert back to our old habits. That can be a moment where it's actually good to push through. To say, I know what the old stuff, the old habits, the old actions, I know what that used to get me and I didn't like it. So I got to try something new. Now, I would encourage you to learn, <laughs> you know, reach out to people, talk to people, learn about it as much as you can uh, as you're going through it. And as I said, if you have a coach, talk to the coach. But it might be a good opportunity to push through and develop extra skills. Second question is, have I properly accounted for related or contributing factors? What I mean by this the example would be my client. So if their foot is frustrated and angry at them and they're wondering should I push through we can say to ourselves as well what else can I do so again the question is have I properly accounted for related or contributing factors am I on point with my calories you know on the trip for example their calories were all over the place the protein was all over the place hydration good lord who knows <laughs> you know so over that vacation not only did they have more volume for that foot than they had ever had before, their nutrition was off. Their calories were off, protein was off, distribution was off, hydration was off. Like really, there was so many other factors that were in the negative that would contribute to the foot being annoyed. So before I just give up on what to do with the foot, why don't I look at the related or contributing factors? Can I get my calories back on track? Can I get my protein back on track? Can I get my hydration back on track? You know, maybe if you take care of those things, maybe the foot doesn't hurt so bad. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, you know, I can keep going because my foot feels a lot better. And that can be applicable to anything in life. You know, if I, if I account for related or contributing factors, you know, how's my nutrition? How's my sleep? How's my stress management? You know, am I contributing? accounting for and addressing other things that might be contributing to the issue I'm having. If I account for and address those things, maybe that issue doesn't show up anymore. Maybe it's significantly less and now I do feel like I can push through. So that question, second question, have I properly accounted for related or contributing factors is a really good question to ask. The third question, am I expecting too much? If I'm trying to push forward and I'm unhappy because, man, it's just grinding, it's miserable, it's hard. Like, I don't know if this is a setback or if I'm going forward or it's just kind of yinging and yanging back and forth. 
you can ask yourself, am I expecting too much? Are you pushing too hard? Maybe it's not going well because you're trying to get to the end in one huge, aggressive, crazy step when it actually should be a a step-by-step process. You know, you want to get leaner, so you want to lose 30 pounds in 30 days. Probably not the best idea because there's no way in hell you're going to maintain all 30 pounds lost in 30 days. I've done that a million times, by the way, <laughs> and I've helped a lot of clients do like fat loss. We've I've actually helped people. I remember one client; they were in a competition. I think they were supposed to win five hundred dollars if they had reached a certain uh, percentage of weight lost by the end of this time period. And I forget the exact time period. They came to me, I think, with a week and a half left, and they're like, "Hey, you know, can you help me with this?" I know that this is not permanent weight loss. I know you're going to give me, you know, big long talk. Uh, about why this is not a good idea long term and I will sit there and I'll listen I'll shut up and listen but after the big long talk can you just freaking help me do it (laughs) because I want to win $500 and I remember laughing and I was like yeah you're right I'm going to give you a talk because I ethically and morally can't do this until I know that you know this is not a good idea (laughs) so I had to do the talk and then we did it so we crushed the goal and we got the $500 so it worked uh, but it was something that they knew, and I knew that they knew, so therefore I felt okay with it, um, that the weight lost wasn't going to stay off. Same thing when I help you know, strength athletes make weight cuts. You know, they might lose 10, 15, 20 pounds in two days. We know that that's not staying off. You know, we know that that's a lot of water weight. I help a lot of people get ready for aesthetic competitions. I help people earn pro cards. And the fat lost to get on stage does not stay off. They absolutely will gain some of that fat back, and they need to for health purposes. Uh, But we know going into that that it's not going to be sustainable, and we're going to lose some of that coming out of it. And that's purposeful. That's part of the process. That's expected 100%. Just that is the way it goes. Well, are you pushing too hard? Maybe you want to lose 30 pounds in 30 days, and you're thinking that 30 pounds is going to stay off. It won't. So you're pushing yourself, you're going crazy hardcore, you're in a super huge deficit, you're overdoing your exercise, you're way under eating, you feel absolutely miserable, you're a butthead to everybody around you, you're, you're, you're pushing too hard, you're expecting too much. So we have to kind of check ourselves. Am I pushing myself at a rate that is sustainable enough to reach the goals that I want, and when I reach those goals, are they going to be long-term sustainable if I want them to be? Maybe you are just trying to hit some deadline and and lose everything afterwards or most of it afterwards, and you're like, that's okay, I just want to crush this deadline. Well, then stop being a butthead to everybody because you're choosing to do this your own self, so deal with it internally, shut up, deal with it, be nice to everybody, and then just understand that, okay, yes, if I'm feeling absolutely miserable, I still need to find a way to push myself if I want that thing by this certain amount of time with this extreme result. But... If you're like, yeah, I'm pushing myself really hard, but I don't really have a time frame. You know, if, if this happens in the next 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, I'm okay with that. I just don't want to feel so damn miserable all the time right now. Well, then back off. Not back off so much that you don't make progress. Just just instead of trying to, you know, take the steps two steps at a time, take one step at a time. See if you can lessen a little bit of the aggression of what you're doing, and that'll ha- allow you to continue to push forward. So you're actually pulling back to continue to be able to push forward. That's okay. 
The fourth question is what's better for me long-term? So if you're thinking about trying to push through an injury and you're uncertain if what you're doing is right, it is definitely the right time to back off, get some help, talk to some people, learn what's going on, because in the long term, you want that injury to be completely and fully healed so it never shows up again. If you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, you might make it chronically flare up off and on again, or it might never fully heal just because you're always pushing it so damn much. So ask yourself, what's best for me long term? If I try to push through this, so maybe you're doing a squat workout and all of a sudden on the, the third set, you're scheduled for five sets, but on the third set, something felt kind of twingy. There's a little bit of a weird feeling like maybe in your hamstring or in your quad down by your knee or your groin. You're like, oh, what the hell was that? That was kind of weird. And then you're like, oh, I don't know. Should I do, should I do the next set? I'm not really sure. I'm not sure what that was. Doesn't necessarily hurt yet, but I'm still just uncertain as to what that was. What's best for you long term? It's better for you to stop that exercise, skip the next two sets, go do something light, just kind of get a test and a feel for what's going on. Maybe do the rest of the workout with lower intensity, just get the volume in, and then see how you feel the next day or the two days after that. It's better to miss two sets than to miss two months trying to rehab an injury. So what's best for me long term? The fifth question is there supporting information for this? Is there something, can I go learn more? Can I talk to somebody? Can I find a video? Can I read a book? Can I listen to a, a podcast? You know, can I listen to an audiobook maybe? Is there more supporting information for what I'm going through? Can I talk to somebody who's been through it or coach somebody through it? Can I find out more information before I decide to push forward or back off? Can I just gather more information to make a better decision? So those are five questions to consider when you want to safely progress your mental strength or you're kind of uncertain about your mental strength. You don't know if you're being weak or if you're being stubborn. You're kind of uncertain with what you should do. Those are five questions. Am I challenging old habits that have led me to outcomes I didn't want? Have I properly accounted for relating or contributing factors? Am I expecting too much? What's best for me long-term? And is there supporting information for this? If you go through these five questions and you have any thoughts you want to share, or if you're just still kind of uncertain about what to do, reach out. My email is brutalironjim at gmail.com. I help you with this all the time. This is what I do. <laughs> so please reach out if you have any questions or if you're still uncertain. Again, the podcast is intended to be 100% for you. That's why it's completely free. I do it every single day, regardless of what's going on in my life. I find a way to do this every single day, which is crazy. Uh, but I really, truly want this to be a resource for you to help you live your healthiest and happiest life, not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally as well. So if you have any struggles, if you have any questions, always, always, always feel welcome to reach out. It's exciting. It's fun for me. I love knowing that at least somebody's listening. <laughs> so thank you very much to those who do reach out, and I encourage everybody to always reach out if you ever need anything or if you just want to say hello. So thank you. Well, if you do have any questions, feedback, or suggestions, anything you want to know, let me know in my email. My email is brutalironjim at gmail.com. If you like our podcast, please share it. The more people we share the podcast with, the more people can help. If you share it on social media, let people know that we answer questions for free, and that's the whole point of the service of this podcast. 
Thank you to those who donate to support the podcast, which you can do on our website, www.brutalironjim.com. Even just $5 a month, you know, just a, a one-time gift, anything is helpful towards going towards the hosting costs and the time uh, devoted to the podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate, sincerely appreciate everybody who does donate. It really helps cover some of that cost for me, which, which helps help a lot. So I really do appreciate it. Thank you. If you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. I post on Instagram every day, YouTube a lot more than I used to. <laughs> so find us and follow us at the name Brutal Iron Gym. As always, I hope this was helpful and thank you for listening.